Good evening, guys, and welcome to episode 52 of the Christopher Anastasio podcast. It is Wednesday, December 30th, 2020, and uh appears we mercifully have only one more day left in this crazy, messed up year. Um, almost amazing to actually contemplate that. Uh, can remember distinctly exactly where I was and exactly what I was doing when uh, the news came in that uh, there had been a pandemic declared and the NBA basketball season was suspended and Tom Hanks and his wife had COVID and so on and so forth. So really, really crazy that we are about to wrap up um, what will truly be an unforgettable year and not for the right reasons. So um, hope everybody's hanging in there. Hope everybody's got uh, you know, a high degree of optimism for 2021. Uh, I'm super excited to see that number change from, from a zero to a one uh, at the end of the four-digit year. So with that intro out of the way, guys, I want to really dive in quickly here, um, try to keep this podcast fairly economic, uh, wrapping up, you know, the last one for 2020. Kind of ironic that there'll be 52 episodes or what would essentially be one for every week, even though I started in May. Uh, I believe it was somewhere around May 7th or so. Um, so what I wanted to use this episode to talk about, I'm, I'm kind of, if you guys have been listening to the last few episodes, or if not, if you have a chance to go back, uh, you see a kind of a recurring theme uh, lately. Uh, me referring to the consulting.com uh, training program, in particular the, the uh, consulting accelerator training program, uh, that was uh, founded and created by a gentleman named Sam Ovens from New Zealand, uh, now a U.S. resident, lives out in L.A. now, after a, a, a stint in New York City. And um, I really, I mean, to say that the training has been transformative uh, for me, that it's, that's been impactful for me, would be a gross understatement. I've really never experienced anything like it. I've really enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, I was almost sad to finish up the uh, the training modules uh, when I when I wrapped those up in mid December, uh, but what I really wanted to you know I did an episode where I kind of reviewed the program. I tried to give kind of a wave top high level summary of you know what the program was comprised of. I think I went through like week by week uh, what each week kind of focused on and talked about some other details associated with it. I think that was back in episode fifty. And then in the last episode, 51, I gave uh, sort of half the episode was dedicated to an update about uh, the program and in particular some of the things about outsourcing and, and uh, recapturing your time and, and things of that nature. Um, but what I wanted to kind of talk about in this episode is how, you know, two of my virtual mentors, obviously I never met any of these guys, but I do listen closely to what they say and follow their advice in certain instances or adapt that advice to my situation more likely. Uh, but two of my favorite virtual mentors are to some degree in contravention with each other. Okay, And of course, if you guys have been following the podcast or if you know me personally, you know Gary Vaynerchuk is a huge influence. He's somebody that I really uh, took to pretty quickly when I discovered him back in uh, 2018. Uh, it's probably one of the last people out here to to discover the guy. Um, he'd been around for like 10 years before that. But anyway, Gary Vaynerchuk has had a huge impact on me. Oh, a lot of my current mindset and thinking and approach to a lot of the projects I'm working on and so forth to him. But in discovering this other gentleman, Sam Ovens, in the fall of 2020, 
Uh, I've noticed that there are some interesting overlaps between these two guys, and then there's some interesting divergences. And so I thought I'd kind of touch on that uh, kind of briefly today um, and, and just kind of summarize it from, from, a, from a higher level uh, and then can't promise that it won't come up again after that. Um, I mean, it probably will come up after that, you know, in future episodes. But um, what's interesting about these two guys, I'll start with the similarities and just kind of tick through those and, and, and point out some of the things that, um, that they share in common. And I think one of the biggest things, if not the biggest thing, that they share in common is the notion that if you are trying to strike out on your own, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, you're trying to build something of your own on your own, you know, in other words, you are not an employee uh, or, or no longer seeking to be one, um, you have to do something you love. If you don't do something you love and you do it for some other reason, you want to make money, you want to be famous, you want to get a Lamborghini, you just won't stick to it. You just, it's just impossible to stick to it. You'll lose focus. It's not enough of a why. It's not enough of a motivator. You have to literally love the daily grind. And the only way you can do that is if it doesn't feel like the daily grind. If it feels like you're accomplishing some you know, superior objective or mission or motivation that you have burning inside of you. And so what's interesting about these two guys is they take different tacts on this same concept. Like if you watch Gary Vee, and you listen to him talk about how important it is to do something you love, you can tell he's talking about it existentially. He's talking about it philosophically. You know, he's talking about, you know, not having any regrets and, and, and using your life for something that has purpose and, and all those kind of high-minded ideals that most people, I think, would give that advice with that context. You know, in other words, the way Gary Vee tells you to do what you love is probably how you've heard it before. Okay, it's probably something you've run across before, but he really puts it on steroids and he really drills it home like very, very repeatedly uh, throughout his content, his his material and social media and so forth. Now, Sam Ovens has a little different take on it, and his is a little bit more scientific. And his is basically saying, and I think I covered this in episode 50, if not 51, that there's a scientific reason you can't do you can't achieve what you're trying to achieve unless you love it. And that scientific reason has to do with your limbic system, you know, the, the, the system in the body that regulates behavior. Okay, because he's basically saying that your limbic system will pull you away from any activity that you're not fully engaged in, that you're not stimulated by, and it'll just bring you over to something you are stimulated by. So Perfect example, you know, you're at work, you're banging away on your keyboard in your cubicle, and you're doing something really super boring, and all of a sudden your mouse is drifting over to YouTube so you can watch the latest movie trailer for Avengers or, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm totally making this stuff up. But, you know, you, you, you can't stay focused no matter how hard you try because your limbic system is actively conspiring against you. It's actively working against your ability to do the work. Because you don't like the work and you're not engaged in it. Okay, so that's kind of the first one. And like I said, it's the same concept they have, but they, they take a different tack on it. Uh, another one is just, you know, putting in the focused work and time. Like just plowing through the work over a long series of hours. And if you listen to Gary Vee, you know, he says it all the time. You know, I work 12 to 18 hours a day. I love every second of it. I don't know how to do it any other way. 
you know, and, and then he says to, to people listening to him, if you want to accomplish something significant, you have to put in that kind of time. You know, maybe not exactly the same amount of time, but you have to be making sacrifices. You have to find ways, whether you have to be creative about it or not, to cram in as many hours as you can on that task or on that, that thing that you're working for. Now, if you don't like that idea, sure, no problem. Just drop the idea and go back to living the way that you, that you used to. No problem with that either. But he's saying if you really want to accomplish something and you really have a burning desire to make it come to fruition, you better be willing and able to put in the hours. And so if you look at Sam Ovens, I mean, he's, he's pretty similar in that regard. I mean, in his training program and some of his YouTube videos, you know, he talks about how his schedule, uh, at least the most recent YouTube videos I watched like in 2019, he stopped making them after that to focus on other projects. But in t- as of 2019, Sam Ovens' schedule involved, you know, basically getting back from the gym and cleaning up after the gym and hitting his laptop at about 9 a.m. and not getting off of it until around 8 or 9 o'clock at night, you know. Uh, you know, with sort of squeezing in a dinner in between at the at the end of the day, so he he advocates, you know, taking massive violent action. I mean, that's the word that he uses is violent. Kind of find that amusing. Um, so so he's an advocate of that as well. He he is not he is not saying the opposite of Gary Vee and you know like hey you can get your your dream accomplished for two hours a day. Now he acknowledges I think more so than Gary that you're not always going to be able to do that. You're going to have days where, you know, you didn't sleep well enough the night before or you're, you know, you're, you're struggling with some other issue and you just can't, you can't put in the 12 hours. But, but he, you know, I saw a video where he personally said, you know, if he has aches and pains or little things like that going on, he just powers through them. He just does the work anyway. Excuse me. And it takes a lot to get him off the work. Okay. So, um, so again, very similar in that regard in terms of putting in the focus work. And the last one that I think is pretty similar between those guys, I'm not saying this is everything similar between them, but these are the three major ones, is the power of the internet and in, in particular social media when it comes to um, perpetrating your own agenda. I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, perpetrating your own agenda and leveraging the tremendous scale available to you on the internet. You know, the fact that you can post something on Facebook and reach, you know, two billion people, you know, uh, theoretically, um, you know, that that's such a powerful tool that you just literally have no excuse for not, you know, trying to launch your business or getting your business out there in front of people. I mean, social media facilitates that and allows you to do that on an immense scale. Okay, even if you're talking about paid advertising, you know, even so, it's a, it's a massive scale that you can reach, you know, even though you have to fork over some dollars to do it. But the, the point about uh, your own agenda is, and they both say it different ways, but they're kind, of, they're kind of espousing that whole notion that, like, when you go out on social media, you're one of two things. You are implementing your plan and trying to get people to be part of your plan, meaning, you know, get customers, get clients, get eyeballs on your content, or you are part of someone else's plan. Okay, meaning you go out to social media and you consume someone else's content, someone else's offer, someone else's paid course, whatever the case may be, and now you're part of their plan, right? So both of them, in their own way, um, discourage, you know, being a, a massive consumer of social media. In fact, the ironic thing about Gary Vee is he actually tells his followers, don't follow me anymore. Don't watch my stuff anymore. Like, watch it for a while, get inspired by it, learn some tactics, then shut it off and go do it, 
Okay, so he's he, even though he's a massive user of social media, he's basically saying don't consume very much social media. Use it as a tool. Use it to further your own agenda. Push your own um, uh, implementation forward, right? And Sam Evans is basically saying the same thing. Uh, he, you know, he's saying, I don't have any social media apps on my phone. I don't go out there and do anything on social media. I simply post to my Facebook page. You know, obviously you had to do something to have a Facebook page, but you get the point. Uh, he doesn't have much, okay? <laughs> so, but, you know, he's basically saying, like, you know, he goes out to Facebook, puts up a post, closes it out. You know, doesn't linger, doesn't read his news feed, doesn't go around and surf around and see who's on Facebook or anything like that. He just uses it surgically to implement his plan, to bring people into his plan, and then he moves on, and he gets more things done uh, by, by not being tied up on social media so much, okay? So that, that's kind of the last of the three major similarities. Now, now we kind of get to the interesting stuff, the differences, okay? And what's interesting about this is when I was going through the training program, which was recorded in 2017, so it was a little bit dated, um, uh, Sam actually referenced... Gary V a couple times, not much, like once or twice, in his training modules, uh, mostly as an example of what not to do, what not to follow, okay? And so basically the biggest, well, I don't want to say the biggest, but it depends on how you look at these things, but one of the biggest differences that Sam Ovens kind of dispels about what Gary V espouses is that you have to be anywhere and everywhere getting your content out, you know, getting on every social media platform, um, you know, you know, learning, you know, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, etc. You know, he basically Sam Evans is saying it's complete madness. There's just no way you can master all those platforms, produce all that content, raise it to a high quality level to actually get the proper response. It's just it's just a losing game. And meanwhile, you know, Gary Vee is saying the opposite. He's saying you need to be on every platform. You need to learn every platform. You know, he, he, he does say that you need to have sort of a core platform that, that aligns with where you're comfortable delivering content. Like if you're, you know, if you're comfortable delivering audio content or written content or video content, that will drive where your major platform is. So let's say you're, you're big on doing video. Well, then you need to be on YouTube and YouTube is probably your major platform. But if you follow Gary Vee, you know that he talks a lot about taking that content, repurposing it, you know, taking the YouTube video, putting it on IGTV, putting the 60-second preview on IG, putting the 60-second or whatever it is, whatever, whatever the length is, preview on Twitter, throwing the whole video over on Facebook, you know, writing contextual stuff around the Facebook. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, basically, the guy, I mean, the guy has two slide decks that he has on his, on his website that talk about, you know, how you make 64 pieces of content in a day, and then the other one is just more generally about repurposing content and you know, how his team can put up 100 posts a day, or, you know, some, some crazy number like that, right? You know, and plus, that's a key point right there, is Gary Vee has a team of 900 people working for him, so that definitely helps create content, and, re- and specifically repurpose content, right? So, so basically, Sam Ovens is, is saying, and in one of his training modules, he actually says something to the effect of, quote, no, you don't have to do what Gary Vee tells you and be on Snapchat. It's worthless. It's not... It's not additive to your business, unquote. You know, something to that effect. Like he specifically calls him out by name, and he specifically mentions the emphasis on being always on the latest platform. And he just says, you know, you're not going to be able to keep up with it. It's not going to do you any good. It's going to be distracting, and it's going to take away from other concerted efforts to, you know, build your client base, execute your client's work, things like that. Because you're too busy chasing around all these social media platforms, Okay. 
The next one is um, not so much diffuse. That's kind of about diffusing effort over diffusing effort over social media platforms. But a different take on that, but similar, is diffusing effort across projects. Okay, so I've seen Gary Vee videos. It's not often, but I've seen videos where like he'll be talking to somebody at a conference or some one of his employees or somebody will come in and see him in his office, and they'll say, you know, how do you do? You know, how do you decide what to do? Like, like, what if I want to do a Shopify store and a blog and a podcast and all that? You know, how do I, which one do I choose? And a lot of times you'll, you'll actually see Gary Vee say, do all of them. Like, do them all. Like, try them all, see which ones you like, see which ones, you know, you respond well to, things of that nature and stuff like that. And I think, you know, it's not that he's being completely literal about that. I think he, he definitely also intimates that you have to know when to kind of double down on a certain platform or a certain approach or whatever. But he's not necessarily shy in telling people, hey, you need to, you need to go after whatever you want to go after. You know, if, if there's two things or four things or ten things, you have to chase them down. And just the time will take care of itself. You know, you, you'll, you'll eventually get where you're trying to go. It just might take a little longer because you, you're spread out a little bit more. Well, Sam Ovens is the complete opposite of that. He's, you know, one thing, you know, in his case, you know, building your consultancy and that's it. You don't do your consultancy in Shopify or your consultancy in affiliate marketing or your consultancy in a best-selling book on Amazon. You don't do any of that. You just focus on the consultancy. And you build that and you build that and every day, every hour, every minute you can muster is going towards that objective. You know, you're doing client outreach, you're prospecting, you're you're sending direct messages on LinkedIn and Facebook. You know, you're you're sending out lumpy mail. You're doing all the things that you can do throwing the kitchen sink at standing up that consultancy, bagging a few clients, getting some revenue going, and then reinvesting in your business. So, so these guys are complete polar opposites on this stuff. They, they totally uh, would disagree with each other here, I think, uh, in terms of you know, how much effort you put across different you know, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly pursuits. And I think this is really well summed up, guys. And I, I'm sure I mentioned this article way back, maybe in the, the uh, episode, the whole episode I did um, in defense of Gary Vaynerchuk, um, I forget what episode that was, maybe in the 20s or something like that. But um, I, I must have mentioned it at some point, guys. If I didn't, you should go check this out. But there's an article on Gary Vee's blog on the Gary, on the Gary Vaynerchuk website um, that basically, it basically encapsulates everything Sam Ovens is against. And it's called The Importance of Speed or The Importance of Speed in Business, one of those two things. But definitely starts off The Importance of Speed. And so when you read it, I mean, Gary Vee isn't shy about it. He's saying, you know, I have an 18-hour day on average. I'm cramming something into every minute of the day. You know, I'm, I'm working on this business, that business, this social media platform, this social media platform. You know, I mean, Gary Vee owns a lot of businesses. It's not like he has one business called VaynerMedia. I mean, he's got Vayner Sports and Empathy Wines and, uh, you know, Pure Wow and 137 PM. And I mean, he's just got tons of businesses. So he's all over the place doing all kinds of functions for those businesses. Now, he, he appears to manage them very well. I mean, it's not like he's doing poorly at that. But he is multi-project, and he is multi-discipline, and he is multi-social media platform. And Sam Ovens is the opposite. I mean, he, he's like, you know, no, you don't spend your day, you know, responding to every email, responding to every Twitter comment, responding to every Instagram comment, trying to run six businesses. It's just, it's, it's spastic and incoherent, you know, in, in his eyes. Okay, in Sam Ovens' eyes. So I think that, um, you know, it's, it's kind of summed up, guys, as we actually appear to be on track to do this podcast in less than 30 minutes because I'm kind of winding down now. Um, but there's actually, I forget where I saw it. 
I think it was one of his YouTube videos. And one of Sam's YouTube videos, the first, you know, 30 seconds or something like that, like one of the intro placards that appears on the over, overlaying the video, like the card on top of the video, um, showed a picture of, well, basically the, the, the theme of the slide was don't be a frenetic, spastic entrepreneur. And then in the lower left corner, there was a picture of Gary Vee with his mouth wide open, like, sh- like a shocked expression, and like basically had this constellation of social media platform icons circling his head, you know, or like out in front of him, you know, that he was sort of like reacting to. It looked like he was like shocked at all these platforms or something. It was, it was the kind of image that as soon as I saw it, I laughed. You know, it was very over the top. It was clearly like pieced together or photoshopped in, uh, you know, to make it look like, a, you know, a certain action was taking place uh, by Gary Vee. So, you know, and to be honest with you, you know, there's a little bit of a mechanism, a defense mechanism there for the guy. I'm like, hey, you know, leave this guy alone. Like, this guy's a legend. This guy's inspired a lot of people. He's freed a lot of people from, you know, the mindset of, you know, I got to accept, you know, who I am or what I'm doing. I mean, Gary Vee is, he's transformative. And I don't personally have, you know, any, any real criticism for him. I mean, I, what I can do is think about what he's saying to do and whether it's doable, whether it's viable for me, whether it fits for me versus a guy like Sam Ovens, who's being more, who's actually being much more realistic by saying, look, you know, yes, you need to put in long hours, or you need to work hard or whatever, but if you're focusing all your energy and attention in one direction, well, then you get a better cumulative effect over time, which means, yeah, sometimes you can kind of slack off on those hours. You can back down a little bit because, you know, your business has, you know, kind of gained legs and you're, you know, you've really been pushing it very hard every day and so forth. Um, so I, I just think that, <clears throat> I, I just think that it's it's unfair to totally poorly characterize Gary Vee's advice. Um, but there is no question. It lacks the pragmatism that Sam Ovens has. I think Sam Ovens, even though it goes into a lot of mindset stuff and paradigms and quantum physics and stuff, I mean, yeah, he's definitely abstract um, in, in, in that regard. But he, his course is very tactical in nature. I mean, it's almost a blueprint of how to move out tactically on building your consultancy. Whereas Gary Vee, is often, you know, he's working in more in platitudes. I mean, I mean, not that he doesn't believe them or that they're not true, so I don't want to, I don't want to downplay him that harshly. But he's basically saying things from a more lofty philosophical level. You know, know yourself, be self-aware, um, you know, follow what you love, do what you love. I mean, these are things that, you know, pretty much all of us have heard at some point in our lives, but, but what we invariably run up against is, well, how do I do that? How do I do that? How can I do that? And so I think that that's where Sam Ovens kind of decodes that whole question and, and gives you that tactical advice. And in the meantime, he kind of disparages Gary Vee a little bit. So anyway, guys, bear with me as I drink my water here. Um, that's really all I wanted to go over. I, I just kind of wanted to use the episode to kind of, you know, line these guys up across from each other, kind of take a look at who's coming from where and how they're doing it and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and again, any one of these things, I think I've, I've said this now in, in at least the last two or three podcasts, any, anything that I just talked about could be a whole episode. I mean, you could talk the whole, the whole 30 plus minutes on the limbic system and loving what you do. I think that's a huge theme. You know, a whole episode could be uh, dedicated to leveraging social media scale. You know, d- you know, any of these things that, that, that I talked about here can be blown up much bigger. But I wanted to give you guys kind of that, that top level overview sense of where these two guys fall out and how they, they kind of fall out there. Um, and, and that's basically it. I mean, that's, 
you know, that, that, that's kind of, you know, for me, that's almost like the challenge as I go into 2021 is, you know, I still believe strongly in Gary Vee's message. But if I was being honest with myself and I said, whose philosophy fits my current lifestyle better, right? You know, just, you know, gets me to my goal quicker, you know, kind of accommodates the things that I find important every day, um, you know, in terms of, of where my attention is and, you know, how much I'm on my phone and all that kind of stuff. It's definitely, you know, I definitely have to say Sam Ovens provides a better blueprint for answering that question or the, that series of questions. Like how, you know, uh, how do I pursue what I love? How do, how do I go out there and build a business? How do I start? You know, he's actually got very actionable material. Whereas Gary Vee, I mean, he's not afraid to get tactical. I mean, Gary Vee will talk tactics. Um, I mean, you know, he's, he's still a practitioner himself. I mean, he's still posting, you know, a lot of his social media content and, you know, responding to all the comments and stuff like that. So he, he can be tactical and he can give you tactical advice. But I think a lot of what you get from Gary Vee is mostly philosophical. It's mostly on the abstract side, whereas Sam Ovens is, you know, more 80-20 on the tactical side. Okay. I mean, both guys go to the other side. Okay. You know, Gary Vee goes tactical. Sam Ovens goes, goes, uh, goes strategic, you know, goes, goes existential, whatever you want to call it. But Sam Ovens is more 80-20 tactical in terms of the material I've consumed, whereas Gary Vee is 20-80 uh, towards, um, you know, just that, you know, the whole, the whole thing about knowing yourself and, and uh, you know, being philosophical about stuff and things like that. So, Anyway, guys, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up here. I think when we come into the new year, I'm really going to be talking a lot about like some of the, the things I'm going to be do, doing differently in 2021. I, I, I kind of thought about using this episode for that, but to be honest with you guys, I'm, I'm behind the power curve. I haven't really planned things as well as I would like to at this point. Um, but as those things come together and I really start looking closely at how I'm going to kind of reconfigure, you know, my daily life, my, my um, uh, you know, my obligations to my family, which is the most important thing to me. Uh, but also finding ways to put in violent, massive action on, you know, uh, the, the projects that are, that are closest to my heart or the project that is closest to my heart, which is the digital marketing consultancy. Um, you know, that, that's something that, you know, I, I really have to look very closely at that and I have to be kind of deliberate about that. So as the time, you know, unfolds, you know, I will be covering that. I will be talking to you guys about that and putting some, uh, you know, some information about that out here on the podcast. So, Anyway, guys, really appreciate you listening. Uh, hope everybody's having a nice holiday week, whatever you want to call it, you know, latter portion of the month. Uh, and that everybody has a safe, happy New Year's. Uh, definitely excited for 2021 to come. But, of course, you know, who knows if it'll actually be better or worse than 2020. So let's just keep our fingers crossed, guys. But anyway, uh, you guys have a great night. Really appreciate the listenership. Appreciate all the support everybody showed uh, to the podcast in 2020. Really looking forward to, um, you know, to, to, to building it out even bigger, even stronger in 2021. Uh, but thanks again, guys. Going to sign off for this year, and uh, we'll see you guys in the new year. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.